Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at BoxingBear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at TheCookieBarnWaco.com. So they're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them, and you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com. Winchester Ranch premium beard oil products contain unique scents that are unmatched in the marketplace. They only use natural, unfiltered, uncut oils to provide the most nourishing ingredients in your beard regime. So leave the big box beard oils for the hipsters because no self-respecting cowboy wants to work cattle smelling like a New Jersey nightclub. So whether it's AM Lumber, Outlaw, Trail Boss, or Whiskey Saddle, Winchester Ranch Beard Company has a scent for everyone. You can reach Winchester Ranch Beard Company at WinchesterRanchBeardCo.com. Once again, WinchesterRanchBeardCo.com. Welcome back to another episode of the lifetimes podcast i'm your host lloyd phillips um i'm doing this from an odd location today i am in oklahoma city for the state insurance convention i know that sounds super exciting but that's why i'm here and i'm here i have the i have the the best view um i should have maybe did the review probably i'm standing at an embassy suites uh just this first night and then the omni the next two but I, the reason I'm staying at this NBC Suites is because there's a golf tournament in the, in the morning, and I'm and I'm fairly close. So uh, I pull up. I don't know where it's in Oklahoma City, but I, I didn't. I'm not aware of where I'm at. So I I pull in, and there's a Seven Eleven out front. Um, 
looks pretty sketchy at nighttime multiple people hanging outside the front doors that's a, i don't like those i don't like those convenience stores so uh i walk in not there not 7-eleven but to this uh embassy suites and i was like hey how are you guys I'm like oh good um i'm like well do you guys have any uh you have like a store here and they're like no we're at embassy suites and they're like uh no you can go to the 7-eleven i'm like i'm not okay <laughs> i'm not going to the 7-eleven Whatever. So I came up here. Anyway, in my, my wonderful view, uh, my view is actually the 7-Eleven, my view out of the window. So uh, I, got a, I got a beat here in the parking lot, check it, checking it all out. Uh, this, this week was uh, pretty, pretty um, interesting times. It was the second week. Well, I'm going to get there. Let me, let me get there. I was, I was going to say second week. It's the second time that uh, I emceed the Locust Grove America Founders Day Parade. Uh, I'll, I'll get to that in just a little bit. So back to this yard mowing thing, you know? So, uh, I'm just going to tell you guys, I, I, I have a friend who has a mower guy. Okay. And, uh, his mower guy apparently cut a finger off or something. So he said, Hey man, will you fill in for, for our mower guy? So what he asked me to do? And I said, sure, man, what do you, what do you want me to do? And, uh, so we made this deal. I'm not even using my own equipment. I'm using his because, uh, I'm actually filling in for the guy who worked for him. And so it's like, I'm working for my friend, right? So I never worked for him before in any capacity. And so I thought, you know, you want to get out there and you, you want to do a good job. You want people to think like, oh, well he, he doesn't, you don't want them to think like, uh, yeah, he sucks at mowing, right? That's, that's what you don't want. So this happened. Um, first day was, uh, he said, all right, man, I got this tire that's low on my mower. First of all, if it's my mower, I'm going to fix the tire. The, the, so he says the tire's low. Like this is starting. Like he's already trying to tell me what's not, <laughs> what's not right. And he's like, you just got to air it up. Now in his defense, he was right. You just got to air it up. That's, that's all you got to do. Uh, so night one was fine. Cause he aired it up himself before I took it day two. I get the mower. I get off the uh, the the ramps. I start down. I'm about a hundred yards into mowing that day. I've never had this happen, by the way, ever. I'm about a hundred yards into mowing, and I, and the mower's not moving right. Like it feels weird. And so I look down, and the tire the tire came off the rim. Like it's not even on. It's not even on the rim at all. And I'm like, uh, you, I don't know, man. I'm not a farmer. It's not like I've been out there making tractor tires and come off of rims. I don't even know how to do it. It's a, it's a tubeless rim. I, I don't know. I guess most tires are probably tubeless these days. I these days I don't really, really outside of a bicycle tire. I don't recall tubes anyway. So it's like, it's like came off the rim. So I'm like, I, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> like, like I, I have some life skills and I realize it's just a tire, but how do I fix this? So uh, first move I do, I call my cousin, I call my cousin Brent, uh, because I was at his house the other day and I, he, I don't know if, if they're his, his father-in-law's, his cousins, people are fixing them. I don't know. He has like 14 of these grasshopper mowers at his house. So he's the first person I call. I'm like, Hey Brent, um, I got a problem. And he said, what's up? And I'm like, no, this is like, as a matter of fact, let me FaceTime you. <laughs> so, so I FaceTime him and I'm like, um, okay, look at, look at this. Um, the, the, the rim's not on the tire. How do you, how do you fix that? Well, the rim didn't like the, the rim's not on the tire. 
Yeah, I mean, officially, I guess that's okay terminology. They weren't. Anyway, the tire is off the rim, so it's like halfway on. So he said, all right, is it all the way off? And I'm like, no, the backside's on, but the front side is just, it's just off. So he, he told me this trick. And he's like, oh, you just, you just take a strap, like a ratchet strap, and you put it around the center of the tire, and then you ratchet it down, and then it'll cause the outside of the tire to fill up on the rim because it's compressed, and it'll go outward, right? That's what he said. If you can picture that visual uh, with me talking really fast, that's what he said. So I did, and it, and it worked. Now, by the way, it didn't just happen like that. Uh, I already knew about the ratchet strap, but at this point, I called my buddy, uh, you know, the guy I'm mowing for, and I'm like, I'll just say his name. So I'm like, hey, uh, I'm Tim. Uh, I got a problem. And then I told him what the problem was and assuming like, you know, it's his equipment and he knew the tire was low. So I'm just assuming maybe this is a common problem for these kind of tires. I don't know. Right. And uh, he gets there and uh, I think he's perplexed a little, but he don't like panic. He's just like, okay, well, I met, uh, I think I had that happen one time with the tractor. That's what he told me. And, uh, well, so now back to the ratchet strap. So once it filled, he started putting air in it. Well, I don't know if you know, but when you put air in a ratchet <laughs> in a ratcheted down tire, uh, it puts a lot of pressure on the ratchet. But I'm down there. Like I got my face by it, right? So I'm like, all right, I, I got to release this so the tire will air up. Well, I don't know how much air is in the tire because it's ratcheted down. Like it's almost compressed in the center. So I didn't think it had very much air in it. So when I, I went to release the strap... <laughs> I went to release the strap, and when I did, it went boom. Like, I can't look. I'm in a hotel room. I can't, like, give you just full, full <laughs> the full effect. But it, like, it, like, blew off. The ratchet blew off, and it went right by my face. And this is all I said because, you know, everybody's around me, and, and it went boom. And when it popped, I was like, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and they're like, you okay? You okay? And I'm like, yeah, I am. But, uh, I almost been had right there is what I thought. That thing blew off. The tire was almost full of air already with it ratcheted down. So that was a, that was day one, by the way, for me working for my buddy, Tim, you know, I want to have a good showing, which is what I just said. You, you always want to have a good showing, you know, when you're, when you're first working for somebody who don't really know if you're good at working. So, uh, day two. I go get the uh, I get the mower. I'm feeling good about myself. I feel I feel like I got the tire situation filled out, figured out. This was like day three of mowing for my buddy Tim. Um, the tire still has to be aired up, so I got to carry an independent uh, air compressor, air tank. So every two hours, I got to put air in it because it's going flat the whole time. Like I, I just think like, how am I supposed to work? How does how does your guy work under these working conditions? I think I called him out about it. Actually, I was like, hey man, um, do you? This is what I said to him. <laughs> I'm not I'm not like gonna get in his business, but but I am gonna say, I, I he does pretty successful. He he has a, a business. Uh, I he has a couple business or invest in one or whatever. And, uh, you know, he has some rent houses like he he's doing okay. But like, I got a tire here. I don't know how much the tire costs for the grasshopper. I don't know. I have no idea, but I just thinking out loud, I don't want to air this up every two hours. I don't want to have to stop mowing, go over to my vehicle, s- shut the whole operation down so I can fill up the tire. Well, it, just, it just seems counterproductive. That's, that's what I think. 
So I'm like, hey, bro. Hey, um, I don't know. I know you got a lot going or whatever. Um, I want to, I want to, <laughs> I mean, if you need to borrow however much this tire costs to like to get a new tire, I, tire I'll, I'll, uh, I mean, I'll help you out. I think uh, something to that effect is what I said. <laughs> I don't know what day I like started mowing, but anyway, it was like one day. The day that I picked up the mower was the day he discovered it was flat. That's what he said. Because he's like, well, Lloyd, since, um, you know, I just discovered it was flat the day you picked it up and you've had the mower every day, I haven't really had a chance to go get it fixed. That's what he said. Trying to be smart aleck back. Listen, you can say what you want to me. I think that tire's probably flat for like three months and you were making your previous guy air it up every two hours. I just basically saying I had had enough of it, is what I said. And uh, anyway, so now back to day two. So I got to stop every two hours and fill this tire. Feeling pretty good. Like I know the game now. Uh, well, he's on this incline at the, at the bottom of it. He told me to mow down this hill. Well, down at the bottom of the hill, um, you know, it, it had rained like f- a monsoon, uh, you know, five days before. But all the grass was dry up top. Well, and you had all these yellow flowers. So I didn't like get, I just went to the bottom of the hill. And, and I had, on the same plane, I have turned about 10 times previous. And I get down to the next strip on the 11th time on the same plane. I didn't go any further than the other 10 times. And uh, I turn and I'm not moving. And then uh, and I like start to hit the, you know, how you drive it forward and back. You push it forward, you push it back, pull it backwards. That's what I'm doing. I'm not moving at all. And then I look down. My tires are spinning. I'm in the mud. Like I'm stuck. Like I'm completely stuck. And and I thought I had, you know, going back and forth. I thought like I was wiggling it out. No, I wasn't. I was wiggling it right into the mud is what I was doing. I, I wouldn't even, I was gaining zero traction. And I'm like, oh man, I just, the day before, I just, <laughs> the day before the rim, the, the tire fell off the rim. This is not, this is, this is not a common thing. So I, I, I made a decision. I made an executive decision right there to say, you know, I'm not calling my buddy Tim because the first day I went to mow for him, second day, whatever, uh, it wasn't good. And I'm not going to call him. I'm not going to make this guy think I got just life problems every day. I'm not doing it. Well, so I don't call him. Now, this is important to note. When I was mowing, I saw some football kids. Uh, what appeared to be football kids, I thought it was like a speed and agility kind of camp. They were high school age kids, just boys out in this field uh, behind the school. So I don't know who they are. Uh, it turns out it's Claremore Christian. <clears throat> but I, I didn't know who it was. But I see them throughout my mowing that day. So now I get stuck. I mean, we're across the field from each other. We're 100 yards from each other, 150 yards. So I'm wedging boards under these tires. Uh, I'm trying to, everything I can, putting rocks under the tires. I'm trying to get it to grab something so I can, like, drive out of this. I'm, I'm like, I'm buried here. And so, you know, I'm like, okay, I got one friend and, uh, and, and he has a car lot. He owns a used car place. So I'm like, I, he's got to have a strap. That's what I think. So I call, I call my buddy, Eric. And, uh, turns out he had a strap, right? I'll just shorten that part. But, and I thought he would take a few minutes. You know, man, he got there in like 15 minutes, but at this point I'd probably sit there for like 45 minutes. So. My buddy Eric shows up with his strap. 
and I'm excited for it, right? I'm like, finally, I'm going to make some progress here. Remember, I haven't called the guy who I'm mowing for. I don't want to call him. I don't want, I don't want him to think I got life issues every time I hop on this mower. By the way, it's his mower. It's not mine. So when my friend arrives, he throws out the strap. Now he's backing his vehicle in to put the strap on so he can pull me out. At this time, I look up and I see 17, uh, there was like 14, seven, 14 to 17 kids, somewhere in there. And they were sprinting across, they were beelining straight for me. Now, I obviously know they're coming to help because they're running straight to me. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, hey guys, it's wet down there. Don't run through it. They didn't care. They ran right through it. It didn't matter at all. Now, remember, we got a vehicle there. I'm getting ready to pull them out. But these kids are like, no, nah, we got it. So so they got on this strap like like they were a pro tug-of-war team, and one guy was down in the mud behind the mower pushing it while they were pulling it. Well, they pulled it out, which was great. Let's shout out to Claremore Christian Warriors. If I'm not mistaken, I think, they, I think they're defending state champions in their, uh, in their uh, whatever league they're in. So, you know, that's cool that they, that they pulled it out. Very nice. Well, I know the coach, one of the coaches. I don't know the head coach, but I know one of the coaches. And so here's my problem. That was a very nice gesture that they did, a very nice act, in which I appreciated more than you could ever imagine. Like, I, I, I appreciated what they did. And so, like, I call them, like, hey, man, thank you very much for, for – pulling me out like like you didn't have to do that that was cool and by the way that's how he found out that was me he didn't even know that that was me um and so i was like man i'm not trying to be rude or anything because like you just did did a favor for me and um which i appreciate i was like but you saw me sitting over here for an hour you literally waited an hour and then when the truck gets there you run the guys over here unbelievable anyway i posted that on the on this community page in claremore uh <laughs> there's a lot of people thinking it was awesome, which is why I posted it because it was cool. They did it. So once again, thank you, Claremore Christian, uh, for, uh, making dreams happen, uh, about 45 minutes uh, late on that one, but I very much appreciate it. So day three, day three, I'm rolling, right? Tires not falling off the rim anymore. I got that down to an art. You know, you got to fill the tire every hour or two. Um, I know not to go off in this ditch because it's wet down there, it turns out. Turns out there's a lot of mud. Got that figured out. I finally I finally get out of this neighborhood. I was three days in this neighborhood. Finally get out. I go to this new place. Feel pretty good about myself. Pretty simple, pretty simple gig. I get out. I mow the place. I got, I got like 10 foot left. And by the way, the lady's staring at me through the screen door. I got like 10 foot left. 10 foot left to just a weedy. I'm, I'm talking about 10 literal feet. That's it. And then I'm done. I'm out. I'm going to, I'm, I'm on to the next one. Well, I'm going to put the, you know, let me talk about it. I'm going to put this on Tim again. Let's go back to the guy I'm working for. So the weed eater. Now remember it, my, my past life safety guy, right? Uh, he's got, it, there's no guard on the weed, on the weed eater, no guard at all. So, um, and I, I, the reason that I vividly, always recognize there's not a guard there because in my infancy i'm in my infancy of mowing um i have now moved on you learn every day in this game if you just started uh, i have now moved on to wear pants when i weed eat that's that's a thing it's because i got sores i look like a crackhead my legs look like i'm a crackhead uh, because of me wearing shorts when i was weed eating thinking that it was hot 
no, no more. I got I got sores all over my legs. It, it, I look disgusting. Anyway, that's because he doesn't have a guard on his weed eater. He tells me pro mowers remove the guard so they can get in places better. I don't know if there's truth to that or not. I, I, okay, so now back to the 10 feet. I'm walking in a straight line. Like in a straight line. Well, because I'm walking in a straight line, that would mean that the screen door is behind me. If I had a guard, which usually sets in between um, you and the weed eater head so you don't get hit and nothing gets thrown backwards, right? Um, no, I, uh, that window she was, she was looking at me at, um, I knocked that one out. That was, a, that was a pretty good shot. It was a pretty direct hit there. Um, as she was staring at me out the window, um, I knocked it out. So, uh, she came out. <laughs> so she came out she's like, um, Hey sir. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah yes. Uh, she's like, yeah, you knocked my window out. So I'm like, oh gosh, man. So now I don't remember if I had told the owner at this point that the team pulled me out. I don't remember if I had. Maybe maybe I have, but I sure didn't tell them while I was down. Maybe I told them at nighttime. I don't even want to make this call. Like I, this is the first time I've worked for this guy ever. The first time, and and I've, now this is like day four, and uh, and three of the four days something's not good. So I call him and I said, "Hey man." What are you doing? You know, that's how that <laughs> long time ago, I think in one of these uh, shows, I, I, when I was a, a safety guy for these projects, the worst thing that you can hear somebody say is, uh, they're like, Hey, uh, we need you here right now. And you're like, what? Like, Hey, we need you here right now. Nobody's hurt. No, nobody's hurt though. No, like we're good. Nobody's hurt, but we just need you to come out here. And I'm like, what do you mean? No, just come out here. Right. When you get that kind of talk, that's what I felt like I was doing. Uh, to Tim, I'm like, Hey man, um, things are good <laughs> except for, um, you know, I, um, you know, I knocked a, I knocked a window out here and he's like, what? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know, man. So I, I he, he didn't answer. I first called his wife and told her and she's like, you're, I, she, well, she was actually like, she, she's very nice about it but I, she's like you're really struggling with this deal look i'm mowing yards it doesn't even require advanced degrees to do it's like the simplest thing to do and i'm failing three out of four days and i they got to feel sorry for me they're like golly man this guy can't even mow either i don't know what, what his problem is what his problem is anyway he shows up that was it the rest of the time was smooth now Here's the thing. You got to have trial and error out there and, and when you do businesses. And, uh, you know, I feel like I got this mowing gig under wraps now. Uh, tires won't fall off anymore. Uh, will not weed eat without guards. And uh, I guess I'll do a better job of stepping off the property to make sure I don't fall in mud. Anyway, like, I, I, I don't know if, if, this, uh, if all this mowing fascination fascinates you. But uh, second annual, let's go back to this. Uh, you know, I, I grew up in this small town, Locust Grove, and the, the second annual, annual, oh, man, my second time in a row to, to MC the Locust Grove Founders Day Parade. Now, I don't know uh, if you, <laughs> look, there's a lot of, I, look, I grew up there. 
so I'm not I'm not better than anybody. I'm not fancier than anybody at all. Like I'm and I'm not even trying to act that way. And no specifics. I'm just I'm just saying. Founders Day brings out it brings out it brings them out. It does every Founders Day. And if and if you grew up in that area and you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. Like you got to, um, because even <laughs> I'm just saying, even if like you were whoever whoever's listening, even if you were on the skanky side, you always know you're going to find somebody skankier uh, at the Founders Day parade. Not everybody. There's there's a lot of good people. As a matter of fact, there's there's the best people, honestly. Uh, but I, my kids have never been to founders day, so I don't know what they're expecting. You know, I, I don't have any idea. Um, it's cool though. Everybody comes out. They did some really cool things. Uh, lady that used to cut my hair when I was a kid, uh, they redid her beauty shop and, and they had the grand opening for her. I didn't, I didn't think that she knew that it was ready and she was all excited. And I, that was cool to be there uh, for that. Anyway, so I'm emceeing this, this parade for the second year. But I got, I took my daughter with me, my oldest daughter, and she took her friend. Well, I know they haven't been to Founders Day. And I don't think the Founders Day was, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like they were as good as they were when I was a kid. And not just because, you know, every, everybody, when you get into nostalgia, everybody always acts like, uh, oh, when I was a kid, it was the greatest. No, I'm saying that because they used to have these water weenies. I don't know if you know what that is, but that they, you fill them up. They're like water balloons, but they're like, um, they're like long tubes. So these water weenies, and then, uh, I don't know, they're like, when you fill them up, they're like three foot long. Well, they have this little thing on the end, and when you unpinch the end, it shoots water like 30 feet. Well, they used to sell those uh, at uh, Founders Day, and it was like water fights all day long. Like, you were getting hit with water weenies and all that. <laughs> I mean, that's funny. The only reason I think that was so cool when I was a kid because they had water weenies, but, like, that was like a thing, and people loved it. Uh, there was, it seemed like there was more, it was like dunk tanks and things like that. This one, I don't know. The parade was nice, but you know, whatever, whatever. It's not like Macy's day parade. There's no no real floats. It's usually just people riding on the back of trucks and stuff like that. Well, so it was fun, man. Uh, Now let me get to it. I I was announcing everybody that came through Uh, Mr. And Mrs. Locust Grove, uh, uh, county commissioners that were running. And I was like talking to people. Like, man, there's this dude named Dwight. <laughs> Dwight, before the parade started, it was like 10 minutes before the parade started, I got the microphone. Like, they gave me a microphone. I'm on the street. I'm on Main Street, and I'm up on this, uh, I'm up high on this little stage-looking thing. And so I already got the microphone started. This guy pulls up at the stoplight, and I was like, and he's in a, he's in a light blue Volkswagen convertible bug. Uh, I mean, look, man, like, I like the guy. I, I do like the guy, but, uh, you know, I'm just be honest. Like, it's kind of, an, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I just, I just think maybe, I, I think maybe you maybe shouldn't drive that car. But anyway, so I, I was like, <clears throat> everybody check out Dwight. I said, what up, Dwight? I was like, look, look at Dwight and his light blue bug out here getting it. Cause you know, that was saying things like that. Well, Dwight's not a real uh, major outgoing guy anyway. So he completely was embarrassed, but he couldn't go anywhere because it was a stoplight and it was red and it's Founders Day. There's like 500 people standing around that's hearing me just like wear him out about his convertible and he won't even look at me, just shakes his head. 
He just, <laughs> excuse me. He just shakes his head and he's like, oh gosh. And I was just wearing him out. And he drove on. <clears throat> so it was, so it was fun to do that. That's, that's the kind of stuff I was doing. I get through the whole parade doing things just like that. People smile that are in the parade. You know, it's nice. Nobody's like throwing a fit. It's cool. And the very last, the very last group, this is two years in a row. Now I think I talked about this last year. Um, two, two years ago, the only people that ever, the only person that made a mean face at me for all the things I was saying, like when I was saying they were riding like horse donkeys or all that stuff. The only person to even look mean at me was they were in the roundup club. Right. So <laughs> and I, all I said to that guy, I think it's like, Oh, check out this guy riding a, what did I say? Riding a stallion mare mix. You know, that's what I, that's what I said. And officially, uh, I think I think that all horses are like stallion mare mixes. Are they not? Is that is that accurate? <laughs> I think that was accurate. I don't I don't feel like I I don't feel like I misjudged that one. But that's the only guy that made a mean face this year. This year, Roundup Club coming through. Way less horses though. I don't know something was up. There wasn't as many people at this one, I, and, uh, which is weird. I don't know why. So. The Roundup Club, the guy leading the horses was a guy walking through Main Street and he was twirling a rope around his body while he was walking. So he had this, just while he was walking, he was walking uh, in the center of a spinning rope. And I said, look, man, I, I live in Claremore. For anybody in the world, for anybody not around the area where I'm at, People in California, I, I know you know who Will Rogers is at Santa Monica because when you run in, uh, when you run I forty into the ocean, that's Will Rogers Boulevard. So even if they don't even know who Will Rogers is out there, he's got his name on a street. So I know people in Santa Monica, California, know know who he is, or at least the name. So he's like the greatest ropesman for the rest of the world. He's like uh, in the I don't know, man. I'm gonna blow it. Thirties. 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, something like that. Movies. I should probably look it up uh, and tell you when he's like when he was famous. Super famous guy, but he was a ropesman. He did rope tricks. That's all I'm getting at. So his name was Will Rogers. So anyway, the guy who's walking uh, the Roundup Club. I don't know this yet, though. I'm like, oh look, everybody check out Will Rogers. That's what I said. And the guy stops. He stops with this rope trick. He stops and stares at me and throws his hands up like, you know, the, the Y hands, like what, what, you know, like throws his hands up. And he said, first of all, Will Rogers was one of the greatest ropesmen ever, right? <clears throat> Excuse me again. One of the greatest ropesmen ever. And, and he throws his hands up and he says, we're the roundup club. I was like, oh, my bad, fake Will. That's what I said. I was like, oh, my bad, fake Will Rogers. I was like, all right, everybody, let's give it up for the fake Will Rogers and the Roundup Club. That's what I said. <laughs> That's what I just got, he got mad that I called him Will Rogers. I don't, I mean, I don't, what is it with people these days? I don't, if I was doing rope tricks and you call me, you compare me to the late, great Will Rogers, I'd be like, yeah, bro, I know how to invent uh, Will Rogers ropes tricks or whatever and by the way i'm in oklahoma city which i said at the start of the show i believe the uh, airports will rogers airport yeah the guy's offended to be called will rogers it's unbelievable well look uh you know uh i'm gonna get off here everybody um um i, I don't know how it's gonna go 
You know, sometimes I play back these episodes and listen to it. Not today, people. Not today. You're getting it the way it came out. So, sorry for me uh, clearing my throat a couple times. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Love everybody. Uh, We'll talk to you next time.